Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I am well. Hello, Rick. Hello, friends. Well, good. Well, today we're talking about a passage in 1 Timothy, and it talks about taking care of widows. And in one of the translations, it says, widows indeed. What is that? Yes, it's a, it's a great question. One of the things we want to do on Real Truth Real Quick is help folks just understand um, the relevance of God's Word in all of life. And there is apparently a difference between some people who are uh, look like they're in need and some who are indeed in need. So, um, you know, we were just talking about how uh, some translation states truly in need, some say really in need, and some just say widows indeed. So what I would tell you is that not everybody who looks like they need help should be helped. So this is application to a lot of folks that are in places of distress and how the church should respond to them. Um, God's heart is manifest uh, a lot in just watching how he treats those that are vulnerable. So you see all throughout the scripture, um, the heart of God. You see in Exodus 22, where it says, hey, don't afflict any widow or orphan, okay? In Deuteronomy chapter 10, it says, God executes justice for the orphan and the widow. Why? Because most people exploit those that are the most vulnerable. Okay, in um, Psalm 68, it says this. It says, a father of the fatherless is who God is, a judge for the widows. Um, in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 17, he says, learn to do good, seek justice, reprove the ruthless. Who are the ruthless? They're folks who exploit those that we as believers should defend, defend the orphan and plead for the widow. Now, when you get to the New Testament, one of the things that you see is... Um, Pure and undefiled religion, James says, uh, in the sight of our God and Father is this, is to visit orphans and widows in their distress, okay? Uh, and so what's it mean that a widow is a widow indeed and really somebody who's in distress? Apparently, there were some widows, just like you see today, some poor, some homeless that are out there that are not really in distress because of the circumstance that life has imposed upon them, See also a kid who has been abandoned by a mother or father and is a, an orphan, uh, as opposed to a kid who is a prodigal, who has, in a sense, rejected his relationship with his parents, so he's living out there without the covering and protection of a mom and dad. That's a different kind of individual with no mom and dad than the orphan. Okay, uh, Same thing you see on the streets. You see some people are on the streets because there's been a circumstance that has been imposed upon them and not circumstances they have created. Paul is basically teaching here in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 5 how the church should handle women that have lost their husbands. And not every woman that has lost her husband is a woman the church should sustain. Um, there are some people who have lost their husbands, and we'll read this in just a second, where Paul basically says, hey, listen, the way these women are behaving, not they don't have a husband that they're bound to, uh, is to give themselves over to idleness and gossip and uh, all kinds of activities, sometimes wanton pleasure, Okay, and uh, Paul's just saying, don't sustain an irresponsible lifestyle. The church is never to fund rebellion, okay, or to um, make it possible for somebody to, to live a destructive life in a repetitive way by sustaining them and helping them, feeding them. In fact, I'll just, we're not really doing one here. We've done a real truth real quick on how we should handle the guy in the corner, yep. if you will, who asks for money. And Paul's very clear when he writes to Thessalonians, he says, hey, if a guy won't work, let his stomach work for him if he's just being lazy and wants handouts, okay? Don't feed that guy. So he'll go to work so he can be fed. But back to widows indeed. So let's look at what some of the scripture says right here. It specifically talks about in uh, 1 Timothy 5.3, okay, that first of all, 
our responsibility, if we are people who love God and have the heart of God, then we ought to do what I've already quoted in Exodus 22 and Deuteronomy 10 and Psalm 65. Um, Godly people do, people who share the heart of God. If you have the ability to care for somebody in your family, you ought to care for them. And so you're not a widow who's truly in need if you've got a son, okay, or a sister, uh, or a member of your immediate family who can care for you. In other words, you don't want to impose on the church a responsibility that you individually should do, okay? And so when sometimes people come and say, hey, man, can you help my mom when that person's living in luxury, or that not even luxury, but has enough to, to care for themselves and others, they don't want to push that to the church to go, hey, are you a godly church? You should care for my mom. Well, you should care for your mom if you're part of that church, all right? And uh, it says in 1 Timothy 5.8, in this little section right here, anybody who doesn't care for their own household is worse than a non-believer, okay? In fact, you are a non-believer and you're worse than one because you're professing to know God and represent God, and yet you're acting in a way that is contrary to that. All right, but Paul does give some things here that he says are true about a widow indeed. Um, she's one who's fixed her hope on God, continues in entreaties and prayers night and day, uh, not somebody who's living an immoral life. And it goes on, Paul even says in verse 9, you put the widow on the list if she's over 60, okay, because she can't work or she maybe can't remarry at that point in that society. Um, she's been the wife of one man. She's lived a faithful life up to this point. She hasn't been self-destructive. She has a reputation for good works, verse 10. She's brought up children. She's shown hospitality to strangers. It says she's washed the saints' feet. In other words, she's tended um, to the, the business of the church and the advancing of the kingdom. She's assisted those in distress. She's devoted herself to every good work. I mean, listen, this is a pretty substantial list. What he's basically saying there is you don't want to help people who aren't living in a way that is worthy of, uh, worthy of support, okay? Because as I've already said, the, the church should never subsidize sinful behavior. And so Paul's saying, make sure in helping people that are in distress that you're not helping people that are causing the distress themselves. Call them to repentance. There are widows and orphans and people in our day, in our vernacular, that are homeless that aren't in those situations because they have lived a life that is rebellious to God. And Paul's saying, before you help somebody, make sure you're really helping them and not creating greater problems in their life by leading to idleness and um, a life of wanton pleasure. So there's a lot of application to this, all right? Not just when you're dealing with a widow, but how we help people without hurting them. Yeah, because sometimes the most loving thing to do is not to give. That's right. Someone money and resources. Exactly. So here's a good pithy way to summarize this whole thing. Just because somebody has a need doesn't mean that you should indeed help them. Yeah, that's good, Todd. Thanks. Well, hey, listen, in the show notes, we're going to put links to the other episode about should I give money to the man on the street. We encourage you to check that out, and we'll see you next week on another episode.